Tonight, you folks at home and we here in the Coliseum will watch history in the making. The first game ever for the Minnesota Timberwolves. you to the nothing but net channel on dash radio nothing but net is a channel like no other featuring all teams and all topics on everybody's favorite sport basketball the howl is also a proud member of clns media network and can be found on clnsmedia.com as well as podient itunes stitcher and google play the howl is also produced with thanks to our wonderful supporting partners rhyme sayers entertainment the pinnacle of underground hip-hop worldwide Studio 23, where passion reigns supreme, and Isabel Street Heat, adding a bit of spice into your everyday life. All audio equipment on the Howl is brought to you by Rode Microphones. Studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. Quarter three on the Howl. This is our 2K All Day segment sponsored by 2K Sports. Now this week, we are going to touch a little bit on something that has been coming up recently in the news. There's the talk of Jimmy Butler wanting to eventually play with Kyrie Irving, one of his good friends. Now, again, sorry, Jimmy, you don't have a say in that. You can want to go wherever you want, but look at all the teams out there that have players that are, that say they want to go to a certain place, whether it's Kawhi saying, oh, I want to go to an L.A. team, whether it's, I mean, who who knows? There's so many different players out there that have done that uh, in any sport. Look at the NFL where you have a guy like Eli Manning who – forces his way to New York. So in some cases it works, but in this case, Jimmy really doesn't have any sort of leverage. That's the nice thing. He's under contract. Now, we don't want to lose him for nothing. We don't want to just see him walk out the door next offseason. So you do want to, for my money, I'm going to Jimmy. I'm saying, look, be honest. Do you want to stay here? Do you want to be here long term? Because I think that's important for him to tell us. And I don't think we're asking for, I don't think this is a big ask, let's say that, for him to just say, yeah, you know what, I'm, this is not the team for me. Maybe I don't like playing with Andrew Wiggins. Maybe I don't like playing with Carl Towns. Those have been the rumors out there. So if any of these things are even remotely true, I want to go to him and I want to say, here's the deal, Jimmy. Uh, you need to tell us where you want to be. If you're willing to sign this contract, then great. We would love to have you for another four or five years. That would be the goal. And for those of you out there that aren't aware of this, there was the rumor about how the Wolves were going to at least float the offer to Jimmy this offseason. Keep in mind, he's turning down, if he were to sign this year as opposed to next year, he's turning down something like $80 million. I don't care who you are. I mean, you're not doing that, especially if you're not sure about the team going forward. So what we're going to do in this scenario this week, in these simulations for our 2K All Day segment, we are going to do a simulation where we actually trade Jimmy Butler. We'll probably also look into seeing what we can do in terms of a matchup with Kyrie Irving and Jimmy Butler going to the same team. Now, again, I don't know how likely that is, at least not at least not in the near future. Maybe down the road they could do that. But right now I think both guys are kind of locked in. So it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward there. The most current rosters for uh, 2K18 that have been made. So shout out to all the creators out there that helped put this together. I'm We're using the PC version for this. 
looking at a breakdown for the Wolves roster, just to give you an idea, we do have it fully updated. So Anthony Tolliver's on the team. You've got the rookies, you know, Kata Bates. So you've, you've definitely got um, some pieces, and the teams are, are, are looking pretty set, which is good. So we'll jump in to the regular season here, and the first thing we're going to do is we're going to look to trade Jimmy Butler because that is – uh, the goal that we're going for as far as uh, what we can do with, you know, kind of who we have here in the fold and what we can get for him. Hopefully there's going to be a deal out there that that makes some sense for not only for, for the Timberwolves, but also for, you know, whichever team that we go with. Teams specifically that I think make a lot of sense. And when I do a trade finder, they're one of the one of the teams that comes up is the, that team. So the first one is the 76ers. The trade we've been offered would be Jimmy Butler for Dario Saric and Robert Covington. So there's a good chance that would be a trade we would actually accept. Another team that's reached out would be the Atlanta Hawks trying to trade us Dennis Schroeder. No thank you. Denver Nuggets, Gary Harris. I don't know how realistic it would be for them to make a trade like that, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass on that as well. We've also been offered Blake Griffin and then TJ Warren. So the Dario Saric trade I think is pretty reasonable. The other trade that I'm interested in, and this would be the other team we'll look at next, would be the Lakers, looking to see what they would offer as far as a trade package. So we have Dario Sarge, we have Robert Covington, but we've got to be try to be a little greedy here in a trade where we're, we're trading off Jimmy Butler. I mean, he's by far the best player in this, in this trade that we're offering here. Looking at what the 76ers have that we could take that we would probably actually be able to do something with, it's going to be a big ask. But we're going to ask for something else, maybe like a, a Zaire Smith if we can. And uh, that would be ideal if we get a player like that. And we'll take a look, see if they're willing to negotiate, which maybe they will. Maybe we'll be lucky and uh, they'll say, yeah, we could do something like that. Actually, in closing out that screen, so closing it out and reoffering Jimmy Butler to the Sixers, they actually came back with Saric and Zaire Smith. And I am taking that trade and running out the door. I cannot take that trade fast enough. So I'm definitely taking that trade. So that's what we're starting off with. So Jimmy Butler is going to the 76ers. We are getting Zaire Smith and Dario Saric back. So what we're going to do now is we will do a simulation through the trade deadline and then kind of take a look where the Wolves are at, kind of see what the rest of the league is looking like as far as teams like the Lakers, who have obviously LeBron James. Now we have the Sixers, who are going to be a powerhouse in the East. It'll be interesting to see where we're at and how this season finishes. All right, sitting at the trade deadline, the Wolves are sitting in the five spot in the West, 32-25. and 25. We did have an offer, so when we started this season, we did let the computer just fill out the rosters because whoever created this roster base did not have the rosters fully set up as far as full rosters, you know, up to 15 players because that's not where we're at in the offseason yet. So we were given Monte Ellis, and we actually got the Rockets – the Rockets reached out and said, "Would you trade him? Would you trade us to? Would you trade us Monte Ellis for a first round pick and a second round pick?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I will do that for sure." I don't even know why we're having this conversation. So uh, that we did make that trade, but other than that, we've stuck firm. We are at the trade deadline now, though. We'll take a look now. One team that's kind of surprising: the Lakers actually are not in the playoff race at the moment. So that is, for for my money, a little surprising to see, but they're close. They're sitting there in the ninth spot. It looks like twenty four and twenty nine on the season taking a look at let's take a look at the statistics i'm very interested to see uh, who's able to do what in this simulation now carl anthony towns is currently hurt which has hurt us a little bit he's a pinched nerve in his back but he's just day-to-day -day, so that's not too bad looking at some of the other teams in the league i'm really curious to see how lebron is actually doing with the lakers just because obviously that's kind of the big talking story this offseason uh 25 points Seven rebounds, let's see, seven rebounds, seven assists. The guy's doing it all. Brandon Ingram's putting on a, a pretty good show. Uh, you got JaVale McGee, obviously, uh, with the Lakers as well. But uh, you're not getting tons of production out of these guys. I'm not shocked that they're not playing well. So we're going to go ahead and, you know, looking at the roster as it's situated currently, we're not going to make any changes, really. I think it's just worth keeping who we have in the fold. So we're going to keep all our guys intact simulate the rest of the season we'll take a look here at what we're able to do in the second half and hopefully we can make a push to move up in the playoff race right now we're sitting at the kind of that five six spot 
and we fluctuate a bit. It's the West, so for anyone that's not aware, all it takes is one win, and you jump up, one loss, and you drop down. So it's a very close race, 41-35 and 35 currently. Still sitting pretty strong. We've had a couple of big losing streaks, but for the most part, we've been pretty consistent. Season ends. Steph Curry is your MVP. De'Aaron Fox, Rookie of the Year. Sixth Man of the Year is Carmelo Anthony, who did end up staying with the Thunder in this scenario. Defensive Player of the Year, you have Joel Embiid. Chris Dunn is most improved player. I will say that does happen a lot. Uh, unfortunately for 2K, and this is not their fault, I don't think people were aware of his poor work ethic. Steve Kerr, coach of the year, 64-18 and 18 is the Warriors record. Looking at kind of your all-NBA teams, eh, no surprises there. Obviously LeBron with the Lakers. You have Curry, Westbrook, Giannis, and Joel Embiid rounding out that all-NBA first team. And unfortunately, we do not have, nope, we don't have any Wolves on the All-NBA teams. And that includes the All-NBA defensive teams. Although that's not surprising. I don't know that we have anyone that's solidified themselves as a top-tier defender at this stage. So we finish at 43-39. and 39. So that's not too bad. We're sitting at uh, a decent peak. We're, we're playing against the Rockets. That's going to be, I would say, pretty tough. But again, we're kind of building for the future. When you trade Jimmy Butler, you realize it's going to be a little bit of a struggle to start off. So to make the playoffs is not a bad feat. So we'll simulate a couple games here. We are up 1-0 on the Rockets. That's not bad. 1-1, they do tie it up. 2-1, they take the lead in Minnesota. 3-1. So this is actually looking like the Rockets-Wolves series from this past year. 3-2. So it is not over yet. We at least put up a fight. 3-3. All right, we're taking it to seven games. With that in mind, we should take a look at the box score, see who's really killing it. You have uh, Derek Rose has been really good, 21 points, seven rebounds, and an assist. Cat with 18, seven, and seven. Who else has kind of been the big players? You're getting some good minutes out of Zaire Smith. And that's about it. You're not getting any minutes from uh, from Jop or Patton or Akogi. So interesting there. So game seven, here we go. Let's see if we can make it on. And we do. We make it on. We pass. Wow. So the Rockets blew the 3-1 lead. We move on to play the San Antonio Spurs in that second round. Uh, started off, we are down 1-0, down 2-0. I have to imagine, yep, in this scenario, they keep Danny Green. They keep Kawhi Leonard. So a lot of the same pieces are still in place. So obviously a pretty good team. Wow. We are down 3-0. And, oh, we do take one. So 3-1, let's take a look and see. Maybe someone's injured. No, it looks like everyone's really intact. We're just uh, struggling a bit. So 3-1, 3-2. We're good at coming back. I think that's what we can say about the, the post-Butler Wolves. I think part of that is you've got some good defenders, whether it's Keita Bates, Okogi, you've got Zaire Smith, which, by the way, Zaire Smith has a lot of value in this game. Numerous different teams offered us two first-round picks for his rights. So that would have been interesting if we had gone that route. But he's really good in this game. We uh, bring it to 3-3. So we're sitting at 3-3. It looks like uh, as far as players are concerned, we're pretty much intact. As far as they're concerned, it looks like, yeah, everyone's everyone's sitting solid. They don't have anyone that's hurt. So that is interesting there. So 3-3, can we bring it? So we're out of game seven. Let's see if we can pull it off. Ah, oh, see, this is Minnesota sports. The second you get invested... And you're like, oh, I got this. We have a chance. We've got a chance. And then they, unfortunately, drop the ball. So a pretty good season, all things considered, though. We make it pretty far. The Golden State Warriors, no shock, end up making the finals. And finals MVP, I'm sure everyone in the NBA is going to love this. Finals MVP is DeMarcus Cousins. So that's awesome. In this scenario, obviously, he comes back strong from the injury and absolutely dominates. So... Hopefully that's not the case in real life, but time will tell on that one. So we're jumping into the offseason now. We will do a simulation. So we'll jump through the offseason, come back at you, update with the rosters, and then we'll take a look and see where we're at when it comes to next season and see how some of these other teams did as well. Although before we do that, this is a good opportunity for us to go over the game we have each week. We do have a giveaway. We give away a copy of 2K18 for PS4 or Xbox One. The keyword is what you need each week. This week's keyword will be Butler. So B-U-T-L-E-R. The way it works is you go on to iTunes, make sure you like and subscribe, and then leave a review to the Howl Radio. 
And in that review, you would leave the word Butler, and you are then entered for a chance to win a copy of 2K18 for PS4 or Xbox One. So Butler is this week's key word. And speaking of Jimmy Butler, what we'll do before we move on is at least take a look and see how they were able to contribute just in terms of in that Eastern Conference. I'm interested to see how they ended up doing. So they ended up being 55-27. and 27. So second in the conference, uh, just one game back of the Milwaukee Bucks. So obviously Jimmy Butler, now they didn't win it. They didn't win it all, but they had a, a really solid showing as far as the Sixers with Jimmy Butler are concerned. So now we'll move on to the offseason and come back at you at the start of the regular season, see how season two works out. All right, in year two of this simulation, and this will probably be our final year, we're looking at the roster. We made a lot of big changes this offseason. So we did end up trading. So last offseason we traded Jimmy Butler. This offseason we did end up trading Andrew Wiggins to gain a little extra cap space because we got two really big-name players to agree to come here, and that is Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis. So kind of an interesting turnaround there. So we'll see what the team's going to be able to do. Now, the goofy thing was, uh, because the way these rosters were set up, Carl Towns is a player we weren't able to re-sign because there was some sort of a, a glitch. Uh, not with 2K, of course, but with the roster set up. So we end up getting Kevin Durant and we got Anthony Davis uh, to replace them. We also have Jaron Jackson, Zanin Musa, Katie Bates Jop. You have Trevor Ariza, Issef Sanan. We still have Zaire Smith. Josh Okoge, we did get Chandler Hutchison, Andre Robertson. We still have Justin Pat, and then we rounded out with Trayvon Duvall. So I'm going to be very interested to see what this team is able to do uh, as constructed. Now, normally we'll, we'll go to the trade deadline. In this case, we're just going to simulate straight through, take a look and see how the Wolves are able to do. So early on, we are struggling a bit. Part of that's going to be the chemistry issues. You start off with a lot of new players, and so you do struggle a little bit. But we've got so much talent, I would have to guess – in the long run, it's going to work out very well for us. We are sitting at the two seed currently with a 17-9 and nine record. Getting lots of, I will say, a guy that's very popular in trade offers from the computer is Dario Saric. So definitely a very interesting piece uh, to keep an eye on going forward uh, in this scenario anyways. And, and actually, in any trade in real life, I think if you're looking at 76ers, Saric would be a guy who would come up. Same with a guy we mentioned earlier, which would be Robert Covington. Now, remember, this is Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. You are listening to The Howl, and this is our quarter three, our 2K all-day segment, sponsored by 2K Sports. Still looking pretty good, although we've dropped uh, quite a bit. We're down in the sixth spot, so not sitting in that two spot anymore. 31 and 25 is where we're sitting. Someone just offered us Wayne Ellington for Josh Okoge. Uh, I'm going to go with no thank you. So we are now moving past the trade deadline. Might take a look at contract extensions but since we're only doing two simulation years anyways we're, we're not really going to worry about that so moving on we're still sitting in that five six spot 37 and 29 is our record currently on a little bit of a win streak won four games in a row so that's not too bad again we've clinched a playoff spot but we're really on the cusp of being you know right towards the end there so season finishes rookie of the year actually is our very own zan and musa who averaged 14 points, three boards, two assists, and .6 steals, shot 40% from three, 91% from the free throw line, 44, or actually 45% if you round up overall. Sixth man of the year, Yusuf Nurkic, Andre Drummond, defensive player of the year, and I love this. This is fantastic. Most improved player, Shabazz Muhammad, one of my favorite players. Uh, 12 points, five rebounds, 1.4 assists. So pretty solid from him, although an abysmal 27% from three. So I'm not sure what he was improving in. Uh, and the coach of the year, James Borrega, or Borrego, is coach of the year with the, the Charlotte Hornets. 60-22 and 22 is their record. Looking at the all-NBA teams, we did unfortunately not have anyone on there. Kind of curious where Carl Towns ended up going, but not going to dwell on that too much. Looking at all NBA third team, actually, we do have Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis do both make it. So got some kudos there. Obviously, looking at the all-rookie teams, Zan and Musa makes it. And actually, uh, we have a two-way player, Isaf Sanan. He, uh, he ended up actually making the all-rookie first team as well. So definitely getting a good showing from our uh, rookies, which is nice to see. A couple other rookies, just to note, Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, 
sorry, not Cleveland Cavaliers, Atlanta Hawks had Kevin Herter, and he ended up being one of the better players as well. So looking at the playoff scenario here, we did finish sixth in the conference, uh, third in the division. We are taking on the Golden State Warriors. So a little bit of a sort of a revenge-type scenario because now we have Kevin Durant. Now, again, in real life, I think Kevin Durant's a bit of a snake, but that's neither here nor there. He's on the Wolves now in this scenario, and so we're going to play this out. We go down one to nothing. If we were to lose this right away, that would be really unfortunate. Uh, down two to one. We have taken one, two, two. So it is at least close. We're putting up a pretty good fight here. Three, two. And can we pull it off? Three, three. is going to game seven. Let's take a look at the box score just to see. So Zan and Musa playing very well. Looks like a, quite the player as far as the Warriors are concerned. So they've got Thompson, Curry, the standard stuff. But then uh, Carmelo Anthony, and then it's just like a sea of role players. Pretty much no one of note. You know, we're talking like Trevor Booker, Willie Reed, Martian Gortat, Sean Livingston, Wes Matthews. Ugh. Like, this is not a team we should be losing to. Good. And we didn't. We did end up taking it in seven games. We do move on to the second round. We're taking on the Houston Rockets, a team we beat last season in this simulation. 1-0. We're up. 2-0. We are up. 2-1. So they are making a little bit of a comeback. 2-2. We'll take a look at the box score, see who's doing what. You look at the Rockets, James Harden and Clint Capella obviously are leading the way. So no surprises there. And as far as we're concerned, Durant and Saric are your big-name players going forward. So 2-2 two is where we're at in this simulation. 3-2 uh, Wolves are up, and they end up taking it. 4-2, taking out the Houston Rockets, moving on to the Western Conference Finals, where we are taking on the Phoenix Suns. So this will be interesting. So we start off, we're down 1-0. We're down 2-0. Very surprising here. 2-1, uh, 2-2. Two, two, two. Let's take a look at the box score, see who's doing what. Their big guys are Devin Booker. They did end up, uh, obviously, they have DeAndre Ayton. Marquise Chris has been pretty solid as well. So they've got some nice pieces on that team. So we are up 3-2 in the Western Conference Finals. 3-3. Three, three. So we're going to a game seven, and we do get eliminated. We just miss it. Just miss making the uh, NBA championship. So a pretty good showing we'll buy a team. That we just kind of put together on the fly here. Uh, Anthony Davis, Dario Saric, and Jaron Jackson are the guys that led the way here. Kevin Durant with uh, not a great stat line, only eight points. So you definitely would like to see more from him uh, if you're going to be paying him the kind of money that we had to pay him to get him to come here. So that's something to keep in mind. So, again, you've been listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This has been Quarter 3, our 2K All Day segment sponsored by 2K Sports. Coming up on quarter four, we have Can Kevin Cousy and a Howell Hardwood history. Coming up on quarter four on the Howell. All right, now moving on in the third quarter, we are moving on to our next simulation, which is going to be another Jimmy Butler trade. Now in the first scenario, we did trade with the 76ers. Now the team that we're going to be looking at is going to be the Los Angeles Lakers. One thing in this second simulation that I will mention is that for this second one, what we were able to do was update the rosters. So we have taken into account the Kawhi Leonard trade. Kawhi Leonard obviously going to the Raptors with Danny Green. And then the Raptors send DeMar DeRozan and Jakob Pertl to the Spurs along with a first-round pick. So we have taken care of that trade in this simulation. All right, so we'll start off looking to see what we can actually get for Jimmy Butler. Now, we got a semi-decent haul from the Sixers in that trade. Looking at the Lakers, we'll see what else we're able to get. Maybe get some better young pieces. We definitely have some options. And that's a team with LeBron James now that it could make a lot of sense if they want to go after a guy like Jimmy Butler. And maybe they'll offer us a, a little bit more. I guess we'll be able to find that out. So taking a look, what we'll do in this scenario, we're going to do it a little differently. We'll actually go to the Lakers roster and see who we're able to. Maybe we'll, we'll click some of their players and see if we can offer them or get some sort of a trade option. So looking at their team, they've got some decent players. Not a lot jumps off the page in terms of players that we can take a look at as far as seeing if the computer will offer them. In this scenario, what we're going to actually do is see what... Let's see. We'll, we'll take a look and see what we're able to get for Jimmy Butler because I'm hoping if we, if we click on his name, maybe they'll offer us something we're not seeing. 
Uh, part of the issue we run into is that the, the roster that I downloaded, and I'm not calling this person out because I don't know. I'm just grateful that someone made these updated rosters, but there was something goofy with the loading of it where some of the players' contracts don't seem to be correct. So it makes some trades a little more difficult. The nice thing that 2K has done for us is that they do make it possible to actually go in and turn off certain aspects of trade complications and things like that you're not allowed to do. And that, I mean, that makes a little bit of a difference at least. Gives us uh, a little bit less restriction as far as what we're able to get for Jimmy Butler going forward. So that's going to be kind of something nice that we can work with at least to give us a little more uh, wiggle room as far as what we're able to actually uh, take care of. So we'll see what we're able to get for him. So looking at Jimmy Butler here. Now, a couple of the guys that I would obviously target would I'd be, I'd be fine if we got a guy like Lonzo Ball. They've got uh, the rights to Isaac Bonga is another player I like. Obviously, uh, just recently uh, awarded Summer League MVP Josh Hart. They've, had, they've got some nice pieces. Brandon Ingram would be a guy we'd obviously target, but I would guess in most cases Brandon Ingram would be a player that's uh, in some ways untouchable. I don't see them trading him. So we're looking for guys that maybe are a little more, uh, let's say, a little more reasonable as far as acquisition is concerned. So taking a look at the trade finder, and we'll see what's offered. Through is Lonzo Ball, Isaac Bonga, and Luol Deng to the Timberwolves for Jimmy Butler and Jeff Teague. So maybe it's not the most realistic trade necessarily, but I think there's some pieces that both teams would like and possibly be willing to accept in terms of a trade. So we made it with those terms. So we're starting off the season now. What we're going to do is we're going to uh, simulate through the first portion of the season to the All-Star, or sorry, to the All-Star break slash trade deadline. And then we'll see where the teams are at at that point. Take a look at the Lakers. Uh, take a look at the newly formed you know, Raptors and Spurs. Kind of see where they're at and get an idea of how the league looks at that stage. So, again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This is the Howl. Quarter three, our 2K all-day segment. All right, so at the trade deadline, the Wolves are out of the playoffs at the moment. Sitting at 27-30. and 30. One thing, their chemistry has been a little low. Fan interest is definitely low. We're sitting 10th in the West. So we've got two games is the, the difference between us and the 8th seed. We did trade Luol Deng, who we had gotten in that Lakers trade. We traded him to another team. It was the Pistons, actually. They offered us a draft pick for him. So that's really the only significant trade we've made so far was getting rid of him. Uh, but as far as everything else is concerned, there's not a lot of moves that we're going to look to make. One guy that's been very popular in trade discussions is Isaac Bonga. A lot of teams have reached out about possibly getting him in the fold. I personally am not going to trade him. You know, he's part of what we're building here, so we are going to keep him in the fold, keep him on this team. There's just no reason at this stage to move on from him. As far as the rest of the team is concerned... Wolves look pretty good. Towns is playing well. Uh, looking at the statistics, actually, because as far as that trade we made is concerned, I think it makes a lot of sense to take a look at a guy like Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball is sitting uh, 11 points per game. We're talking almost six rebounds per game and almost nine assists per game. So Lonzo Ball is balling, to say the least. Uh, some other guys, uh, when we had done started this simulation, we had some roster spots that were open. I did let the computer fill those. Uh, one guy they gave us was Monte Ellis, who's been okay. He's actually gotten a nine points a game, so that's not too bad. But the rest of the roster is pretty much standard, other than they did pick up Pierre Jackson out of free agency just to fill that end-of-the-bench spot. You're not really getting any productivity. In fact, uh, so Bonga, uh, Okogi, and Justin Patton are not even playing for this roster. So they're going to be guys that are, you're going to build up for the future, but at least at the moment, we're choosing not to use them uh, as, a, as a rotation player. Looking at what the team has for the second half, we're going to end up not making any trades, actually. We're going to stick with what we have. Looking at some of the other teams, so the Spurs are out of the playoff race, and let's take a look at the East, because it'd be interesting to see how the Raptors have been able to do. And, and ultimately, I'm interested to see if they're able to retain Kawhi Leonard in these scenarios. Personally, I... You know, 2K is not able to, to consider the fact that Kawhi is looking to pop, probably go to L.A. That's not something that they have really built into the way their, their system works, which is understandable. 
So we'll see if he does end up staying long-term. So looking at, let's see, we'll go to the standings. I think it's a good option as far as seeing who's what, who's doing what in both uh, the East and the West. So let's see, going by conference, we have the Celtics number one. So the Raptors are number two in the East, 35 and 18. They're just one game back of the Celtics. So that's not bad. So obviously they're putting up some pretty good numbers. Uh, They're able to be a pretty solid team at this stage so it's interesting to see uh you know kind of who's able to do what as far as league leaders are concerned we'll take a look and see if Kawhi Leonard's anywhere to be found he's not on the first page anyways so he's a guy that normally would be uh DeMar DeRozan by the way is a, a top 10 player right now in this league for the Spurs so that's pretty interesting to see but as a team you're not seeing yeah I'm not seeing any of the Raptors Uh, listed in kind of the top uh, points per game that sort of thing so that's kind of interesting but they're playing well so it's obviously working whatever they're doing whatever they're doing with building in that team uh, is working well for them so we'll simulate now the rest of the the rest of this first season in this simulation again remember we did this is a jimmy butler trade scenario number two Uh, the first one was with the sixers now we've done a second one here with the lakers and we're kind of taking a look to see what the Wolves can do grabbing some of those young pieces, which did include Lonzo Ball and Isaac Bonga. So starting off the second half of the season, kind of the same thing. We're kind of hovering right around that 500 mark. We are out of the playoff race currently. We're, we get so close. We'll get to 500, and then unfortunately we're not able to win enough games to move to that next step. So it'll be interesting to see going forward at least. Uh, how the team is able to do. So the Wolves did miss the playoffs. Not a total shocker. Uh, the Raptors end up finishing very solidly. I, they are, are the uh, end up being the number one seed, actually. But they do lose in the second round. Uh, our eventual NBA champion is actually the Milwaukee Bucks. Take out the Warriors four games to three with your MVP being Giannis Antetokounmpo. Let's take a look at some of the games from the Raptors, at least in that last series. So they end up losing to the Bucks. Uh, Kawhi Leonard puts up solid numbers, 23-7-2-4. Not bad at all. You're getting some pretty good productivity out of him. Kyle Lowry, you know, playoff Kyle Lowry is a real thing. 31 minutes, and he gets two points, four rebounds, and four assists and a steal. Uh, no turnovers, I guess. Good for him, but... Man, you need better than one of six shooting from Kyle Lowry if you're going to win a series. I mean, that's that's just not going to fly. Very, very frustrating if you're a, a Raptors fan. So moving into the offseason, we will take a look and see what we're able to do. We do start off with, as usual, the league meetings. For anyone that's not aware of what happens at the league meetings in this game, you get certain changes to the rules, whether that's changing the, the draft age, whether that's getting rid of things like goaltending. Uh, each year they do vote on certain things very similarly to the actual NBA. Uh, It looks like the only thing that was approved was opposing teams will enter a one-plus-one bonus after five team fouls and a full bonus after ten team fouls in a single quarter. So that's more similar to what you see in the college game. Moving forward to the draft lottery. Now, the Wolves did miss the playoffs. It's going to be interesting to see what the Wolves are able to do now. Unfortunately, the way the rosters are set up, you do start off at the beginning of this past season. So because of that, the Wolves actually do not have their own lottery pick. Uh, that actually went to Atlanta, just like it did in real life. So we'll skip to the lottery results, however. If we look, so the the Hawks had gotten our pick, and it looks like they would have been, uh, well, actually, it would have been the 14th pick. So the Wolves just missed the playoffs. So it's not like it was some amazing pick. So that, that's the one thing to consider. Wolves end up with the 24th pick, the pick we got from that Utah trade, uh, the Ricky Rubio trade from a a couple years ago. All right, so moving on to the rest of the offseason, we're going to sign some staff members, probably try to keep it realistic, so we will keep guys like Tom Thibodeau, and then we'll look to the draft and kind of see what we can do from there and come back at you as the next season is starting. Now, the other thing we're looking to do in this simulation is see how good Justin Patton can get We have not really done much of a focus on him in a lot of these scenarios. So we're going to take a look in this one and try to build him up as much as we can. Now, again, you run into a little bit of a snag just in the fact that he's a center. Carl Towns is being used as a center. But if we can get Justin Patton to be a little more 
good. Like if you can get his overall up right now, he's so going to one training camp. He's sitting at a B. Our goal is to get that up to an A, A plus, somewhere in that range if we can by using the training camps and then hopefully use him as kind of like a super bench or a super six man type guy, or maybe he replaces Taj. His game, I think, really translates well as far as being able to play the not only the five, but maybe a little bit of the four because he does have that ability to stretch the floor with his jump shot. His game actually is very similar. For those that haven't watched him, I strongly suggest you go back, watch the Iowa Wolves from last year. Probably ought to watch the Iowa Wolves this year as well. There's probably a good chance he's going to play some minutes there again this season. So he's a player to watch, but his game is is kind of similar to Towns. It's kind of like a Towns light just in terms of uh, what he you know what he could be. Not necessarily that it could be Towns, but just a similar skill set, what he brings to the table, able to stretch the floor, hit some threes, good jumper, plays some defense, can block shots. So there's definitely some stuff to like about Justin Patton. Looking at the Wolves roster, we had a very interesting offseason. So we still have Towns. We have Wiggins, obviously, Lonzo Ball. We have Katie Bates Jop. We did grab Derek Jones Jr. on a two-way contract. We grabbed Isaf Sanan, Billy Preston. And the one thing we try to do in most of these simulations is we grab guys, sign them to four-year contracts. As far as salary is concerned, a good price point is $2.5 million a year. Generally, you can get a lot of these guys to sign for four years, and that way you have that guy locked in long-term. You're going to end up getting his bird rights. So there's lots of reasons to do this. And these are guys that are young but also have a decent overall for their age. So Isaf Sanan, 18 years old, a 74 overall. We grabbed Billy Preston. He is 19, 74 overall. We grabbed uh, Raw Alkins. I know uh, some Wolves fans were really big fans of him in this draft, and so we did grab him as the second two-way player. 20 years old, 74 overall. We still have Justin Patton, who is sitting as a 21-year-old, 73 overall. Josh Okoge, we did. Now, Josh Okoge is the other player we sent to a training camp. Uh, 20 years old, 73 overall, but he's already up to a B-plus as far as his potential is concerned. We did grab Brandon McCoy on a min deal. We still have Isaac Bonga. Rodion's Curix, we did lock him up. Trayvon Duvall. And then we actually, in the draft, were able to get two players. Uh, you know, we'll see what ends up happening with them. But one is a overseas, so a draft and stash. Dan, his name is Danielle Balastriri. So that's an interesting uh, player to watch. Small forward, 21 years old, already a 69. So that's not bad. And then we were auto-drafted Kobe Armstrong. He is a shooting guard, uh, 23 years old, 68. You know, there's not. I'm not exactly jumping off the page about this guy, but uh, it's another name to add to the list. And then we do end up, we wanted to get, uh, at a certain point we ran out of cap space. We only had min space. We grabbed Leangelo Ball, who was cheap, but he's a decent shooter. So it made sense to grab a guy like that, decent shooter off of the bench. You know, in real life, you might target a guy like Leangelo Ball if you're looking to keep Lonzo happy. I personally don't care about that and you obviously don't need to keep virtual Lonzo happy because he's not going to care if his brother's on the team but regardless we went that direction so now we'll simulate again to the all-star break to the trade deadline take a look and see where the wolves are at and and keep building this franchise and see if we can get the wolves a championship after trading Jimmy Butler for the pieces that we did so again you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel this is the Howell quarter three our 2k all day segment at the trade deadline, the Wolves sit 33-24. and 24. They are the three seed in this current simulation. So that's not bad at all. Looking at some of the teams we talked about in the past, you have the Lakers sitting at the four seed. Obviously, they have uh, a pretty good roster now. You have the Spurs sitting at 27-27. So in a sort of rebuild, uh, that's where you're sitting with those teams. Now, I do want to take a look at rosters because I'm not totally sure – who ended up where when free agency was all said and done. So we obviously know what the Wolves do, but looking at some of these other teams, uh, DeAndre Jordan ends up making it to the to the Trailblazers. In fact, looking at the Trailblazers roster, it is night and day different to what uh, they had previously. So a lot of different names. Looking at, let's see, the Golden State Warriors, uh, they're pretty much intact, although somehow they were able to manage to get Gordon Hayward. So they have him instead of... Kevin Durant. So definitely some interesting pieces there. Uh, obviously, there's going to be... Wow, this isn't... I'm not even sure what to say to this. There's... Well, I guess, no. Most of the teams are pretty much the same. 
looking at the Bucks the same, Bulls. So looking at the Bulls, actually, they end up getting DeMar DeRozan. So it looks like they must have traded for him. So DeMar DeRozan is with the Bulls with Lowry Markkinen and Chris Dunn. They do have Andre Drummond, too. So the Bulls are actually a pretty interesting team to kind of watch. And then uh, in addition, they have guys like Lance Stevenson, Wendell Carter. So uh, I'm very impressed with what they've been able to do. They do still have some guys like Chandler Hutchison. They rounded out with guys such as Langston Galloway. And they do keep, in this scenario, Paul Zipser, a guy in real life they don't have anymore. If you take a look at the Cavaliers, uh, yeah, not a big difference, although uh, he was a free agent. They somehow got uh, Rudy Gobert. So that's kind of interesting to look at. Celtics are pretty much the same, although they did end up getting uh, Nemanja Bielitsa and Paul Gasol and Derek Favors. So never mind, quite the change there. So this is kind of an interesting look at what could happen if you kind of get a almost like a league reset. Like I said, the, the rosters we ended up loading had some issues contract-wise. So while a lot of the players were set up really nicely, rookies, whoever made it, did a fantastic job with rookies. But the way it was set up, a lot of the contracts are just a little goofy. But Again, not the end of the world by any means. So there's some interesting teams out there. Looking at – so the one team we really want to take a look at is the Lakers. So the Lakers have, still have LeBron James, Jimmy Butler, Jeff Teague. We're talking about Dwight Powell. A lot of their same pieces that they would have had previously. They do end up picking up uh, Zaza Pachulia and Wilson Chandler, however. And uh, LeBron is back with uh, Matthew Delvedova, so that's interesting. So I, I'm, I'm kind of curious as to see how they can continue to do – going forward and then we talked about the the Spurs who kind of started up a little bit of a rebuild uh they have Aldridge and they have Isaiah Thomas now Evan Fournier so definitely a, di- uh, a different looking squad Austin Rivers I would love to see Austin Rivers working with uh, Greg Popovich that would be a very interesting interaction to me because I'm just not a big Austin Rivers fan I think he's got kind of a weird attitude problem so that would be something I would definitely be there to see going forward so we'll, we'll move on to Let's see. So as far as the Lakers are concerned, by the way, they are the four seed. Again, the Spurs, like we mentioned, are the seven seed. So we'll go ahead. We'll, we're going to simulate through the rest of the season, take a look at how the Timberwolves are able to do. As far as trades are concerned, by the way, the Wolves are consistently having people offer deals for not only Josh Okogie, but Kata Bates-Jop are, are guys that really have been jumping off. And, of course, we're not trading those guys. We want them to be a part of our future. And, and kind of see what we're able to uh, what we're able to grow with those guys. Uh, the other caveat, and one thing I'll mention is, it's always going to be really important to just double check when you're midseason at the contract extensions. Now, again, we don't have anyone that's actually available currently, as far as uh, available to sign a longer term deal, and that's okay. That's just kind of how the way we set it up. But for when you're doing these simulations, it's always going to be to check that because if you have a chance to sign a guy midseason as opposed to losing him possibly in unrestricted unrestricted free agency, you definitely should. I think that's something you definitely want to keep in mind going forward. The season end, looking at the superlatives, we have uh, Russell Westbrook is your MVP. Someone named Jermaine Carlson from the Spurs actually is your rookie of the year. So they're obviously starting off that rebuild strong. Ricky Rubio is your sixth man of the year. In this uh, case, he ended up going to the Pelicans. So cool of Ricky Rubio, obviously a, a fan favorite, able to do something nice with a new team. Rudy Gobert is your defensive player of the year. Not surprised there. Uh, Troy Daniels, actually, is your most improved player. That's impressive. So Troy Daniels in this simulation is with the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, just under 16 points a game, two rebounds, two assists. So good for him. Uh, over 40% from three, over 90% from the free throw line. So very cool to see that. And Mike D'Antoni is your coach of the year, still with the Houston Rockets. Carl Anthony Towns does make All-NBA second team. Looking at the rest of the superlatives, uh, Lonzo Ball makes All-Defensive second team for the Wolves. So nothing wrong with that. That obviously worked out pretty good. As far as players are concerned, yeah, I think that makes the most sense. Uh, not surprising kind of the way that was able to work out for us. So the Wolves finish we uh, 42-40. and 40. We actually dropped quite a bit, so I'm, we should look and see if there's injuries. We're actually the eighth seed, so we were we were sitting pretty for a long time there, but at the end of the year, we really seemed to struggle a bit. There's got to be, uh, yep, and that would do it. So if you ever want to know what it's going to take to take the, the, the Timberwolves down, you have Carl Towns with a dislocated left patella, and you have Andrew Wiggins with a torn right MCL. So you lose two of your most important players, and that's pretty much all she wrote. I would be shocked if we even win a game against the Houston Rockets. Uh, 1-0, yep, not shocking here. 2-0, 
3-0, the Wolves are down. And, wow, we actually took the fourth game. Uh, this is going to be interesting to see. I'm very curious to see who was able to do that. So Billy Preston had a fantastic game. 21 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, and a block. So very impressive. Uh, Lonzo Ball had a decent game, although 6 turnovers. That's definitely not something that you want to see going forward. Not a lot of... I mean, you get a lot of a lot of players that did little things, but you're not getting one guy that just necessarily jumps off the page. We had six players in double figures. And the last guy, Justin Patton, by the way, eight points, eight rebounds, five assists, three blocks, and a steal with zero turnovers. Extremely impressive, considering what we have to work with. Can we steal one more? We cannot. So we do end up getting eliminated. Again, not much of a surprise when you lose both Andrew Wiggins and Carl Towns for the season. Uh, surprisingly here... Your NBA Finals champion are the Toronto Raptors, who in this scenario ended up somehow stealing away Anthony Davis. So while they were not able to keep – well, let's take a look. I don't think they were able to – oh, so this is actually quite funny. So the the uh, Houston Rockets end up having uh, – they end up uh, having Kawhi Leonard. So instead of the Rap- – Raptors lose Kawhi after that one season – and they end up getting Anthony Davis instead. The Rockets have Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, and Chris Paul. So very interesting to see what they were able to build. Uh, they also got uh, Taya Dosich, the Rockets did. So that'd be kind of fun to see. I'm, but that's intriguing to me. And the Rockets did make the finals, but they end up losing to the Raptors. Looking at the Raptors lineup, that is a quite impressive lineup. So CJ McCollum is somehow with them now. Kyle Lowry's still there. Anthony Davis, OG Ananobi, a lot of the same guys. You'd think of uh, Tony Parker. Fred Van Vliet is still there. So a lot of the same names, but uh, the ones that did change, it's no shock that they were able to win that championship. That's a very quality team. Moving on to the offseason, we will start with the league meetings. Always good to take a look at that, see if anything changes. They eliminate financial restrictions when trading salaries. So uh, no longer required to match as far as salaries are concerned. You know, I've been playing 2K for years. I'm not sure if I've ever actually seen that get approved. So this actually makes for a really fun simulation going forward. Again, they do give you the option to change these, and you can decide to reject them when they've been approved or approve them when they were rejected. Here on the Howl on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel, what we tend to do is we just let it slide. Whatever happens, happens. So if they decide to increase the range and guys got to play four years of college that's the way it works if they switch it to 18 years old we allow that as well so we just let whatever happens happens and let that go through so moving on to the draft lottery and we'll take a look and see now the wolves obviously did slightly make the playoffs so we don't have any sort of a lottery pick at the final so we end up having the 16th pick which isn't too bad at least it gives us a shot at a decent player or maybe a decent trade so we've got a few options there. So we will move forward to some of the other stuff in the offseason. One thing I want to keep in mind as far as this game is concerned, one thing you want to make sure you watch for is your trainer. I think trainer is one of the most important positions in this game. Uh, that's, so that's something to keep in mind. You always want to have the highest one. So currently the best available one is actually a B plus. It's just kind of the way it worked out in this simulation. But normally we try to get someone in the A category, especially because the better the trainer, the more training camps you actually get. So it actually it helps you to increase your how good your team can be going forward. So that's one thing to keep in mind also. So we'll, we'll look we'll see what we can get here, and then we'll move on, and we'll come back at you at the start of the next season, go over the roster, and see where the Wolves are at. All right, now looking at this next season, obviously so far the Wolves have not been able to do much in terms of, you know, making the playoffs, making runs, any of that sort of thing. So looking at the roster, I do like what we're building here. We did go in a few different directions. So we still have Carl Towns. We still have Lonzo Ball. We did end up trading Andrew Wiggins. For Wiggins, we got DeMontis Sabonis and Aaron Holiday. Raul Alkins actually got really good last season. Uh, He actually jumped all the way up to a 79 so he got really good. Same with Jarek Jones Jr., all the way up to a 78. So part of the reason we traded Wiggins is so we could sign those two two longer-term deals since they were both looking for that 10 to $11 million a year range. We still have Billy Preston. We have Aaron Holiday now. Josh Akogi, we made him a little better. Justin Patton, we made him a little better as well using those training camps we talked about. We still have Issa Sanan. We did end up signing that Danielle Balestrieri. He was a draft and stash player. We still have Trayvon Duvall and Isaac Bonga. And then we drafted Donnie Tiggs. 
Donnie Tiggs is someone that I find very intriguing. 22 years old. He's a shooting guard small forward, 6'10", with a 7'4 wingspan. So this goes back to when we would do that building a superstar, and we're looking to try to make that next Kevin Durant. The only unfortunate part is we were not able to do anything with his potential because we only had the two training camps. And as we talked about before, we've already put the focus on Patton and Okogi as far as seeing how good we can get them to be. So that rounds out the roster. I think the Wolves have a pretty good chance of competing this season. I really like some of the players that we were able to bring in. We can take a look at some of the power rankings just to see where people think we're going to be. So we are listed at 8 according to NBA.com. Let's see. According to the 2K Sports power rankings, we are 26th. So 2K, what's going on? You don't believe in the Wolves. You have the uh, Mark Spears has us as 8th. So not too shabby. So both uh, Timberwolves, Timberwolves are one of those teams that can kind of go either direction, it sounds like, just given the fact that they're a little younger and not as many players uh, have already contributed at a high level. So again, we will look to go to the trade deadline and the All-Star break, take a look and see how the Wolves are doing, see if there's any moves we can make to take us to that next step. Again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. This is The Howl, quarter three, our 2K all-day segment. Trade deadline, the Wolves are sitting at 29 and 25. They are in that sixth spot. Uh, some notable teams, the Spurs and the Lakers that we've talked about as teams that have kind of shaked things up, they are sitting just in front of us. As far as our roster is concerned, first thing I want to do is take a look and see if we have any issues injury-wise. That was a problem last season and tends to be a problem uh, quite often. Uh, the player that we've been really looking to see more from, unfortunately, is out for two to four months, so basically the season uh, that is Justin Patton, a broken right kneecap. So clearly the trainer that we have, despite him being a B-plus overall, he is definitely not the answer. He has struggled uh, year in and year out to keep our guys healthy, which is really unfortunate. You'd hope you can get a little better uh, medical treatment from that guy. I mean, come on, he's working at Mayo Clinic Square. He's got all the best, all the best equipment that there is. There's no excuse for this guy. Come on. So looking at the trade deadline, I think what we're going to do is we're just going to keep the roster as is. Again, Josh Okogie is a name everybody likes. In fact, we got offered two first-round picks for him, which we did decline. We're big fans of Josh Okogie here on the Howl. Uh, again, we, uh, we want to make sure going forward that so it gives you a message that the trade deadline has passed, and then you pass that up, and it gives you the option of, to stay or not. We ended up moving on, but... The contract extension deadline is something you definitely want to take a look at. A few guys that we have we can re-sign would be Justin Patton, who, of course, is hurt, unfortunately. But then Aaron Holiday and Josh Okogie are also available for some nice uh, re-signing bonuses, some players that you really want to lock up long-term, uh, both of which we're able to get uh, for four years. Now, Aaron Holiday is newer to the team. It's already 77, though. For anyone that's not aware of his game, he is a very solid player. Uh, went to the Indiana Pacers. We did end up trading for him. So the only guy we cannot re-sign at this stage as far as uh, isn't willing to re-sign would be DeMontis Sabonis, who I'm a big fan of. I really liked him at Gonzaga. Really like his overall game. He's been very good for the Pacers, and hopefully long-term we can keep him. But he's not necessarily a guy we have to maintain. So that's something to keep in mind. So we'll submit the rest of the season. Again, we're sitting at the in the five spot currently. 34 and 26 are the Wolves. You know, as far as injuries are concerned, I mean, losing Justin Patton, Justin Patton does hurt, but the key is not losing guys like Carl Towns again this season. So we're hopeful, fingers crossed, that he can stay healthy. We're sitting now at the third slot, uh, and it looks like we did finish the season in the three slot. Let's take a look here. James Harden is your MVP. Lyle Holt, your rookie of the year. Marcus Saul, sixth man of the year, which is pretty impressive. He's getting up there in age. Giannis Antetokounmpo is your defensive player of the year. And De'Aaron Fox is your most improved, with, again, Mike D'Antoni winning coach of the year. Carl Towns does sneak up and take an uh, all-NBA first team, which is really cool to see. All-rookie first team, uh, our Danielle uh, Balistrieri, he does make that roster. So he ends up being a guy that makes it, as well as uh, Raul Alkins, because he was not officially uh, a rookie because he did not play the year before. So very cool to see him able to do that. The all-rookie second team, there's four players on the all-rookie second team from the Sixers. They're all 2K-created players, but still impressive they were able to draft that many guys that were able to do such a good job. So 
like I said, the Wolves are sitting at the third spot. Uh, we end up being first in our division. Now, 49 and 33 is what we finished. We take on the Blazers in round one. So we start off uh, one game to one. We are down two games to one, so that is not good to see. We are down three games to one. So I think uh, maybe we jinxed ourselves as far as injuries are concerned. I'm wondering if maybe something happened. Nope, still just Justin Patton with that broken kneecap. But I'm a little surprised we're struggling this much. 3-2, uh, we end up bringing it back. Let's take a look at the box score here, see who's doing what. Uh, Carl Townsend, Lonzo Ball are dominating. You're getting real good performances from DeMontis Sabonis, 15-5-4. So some really nice games from him. Looking at the rest of the team, you're getting a lot of production across the board. In fact, we had, uh, kind of like last season, six guys in double figures. So you're getting good production. Can we get it to six games? Or can we get it to seven games, I should say? We end up getting eliminated in the first round. That frustrates me. And I'll tell you, we're not leaving it on that. I can't do it. We need to keep going. We need to find a way. Wow, the Bucks again. Bucks end up being the champions again, MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo. So apparently if you're buying player stock, Giannis Antetokounmpo, make sure you buy some player stock there. He is on fire in this simulation of 2K. They end up taking out the Houston Rockets. It's funny, Mike D'Antoni wins coach of the year every year, but he doesn't ever win the championship in these scenarios. So very interesting. Moving on to the offseason. Again, we'll make that first stop at the league meetings. We have seen some pretty cool offers as far as uh, what they've brought to the table. The closest, so nothing ended up being accepted this time. Closest thing was eliminating the goaltending rule. All right, so jumping ahead, we'll take a look at this offseason. Again, start with the draft lottery. There's not a lot going on as far as the Timberwolves are concerned because they've been able to make it to the playoffs. They've been able to have a little bit of success in this current simulation. So we do move past the lottery. So again, the problem you run into if you are the Timberwolves, uh, in in this instance, we did make some kind of some trades. So the Pacers end up getting our pick, which is 26th. Nice thing is we get Detroit's pick. That is the 18th pick. So we were able to, via trades over the last few seasons, able to at least increase what we have available here, which is nice to see. I'm hoping if we look at the trainers, yep. So we're going to fire our trainer because this guy just is not getting the job done. Uh, a really good trainer is Lynch. Lynch uh, is his last name. He's a very good trainer to go after. Makes a pretty good amount of money, but it's worth it. It's going to get you extra training camps. It's going to keep your players healthy uh, longer. So it's definitely something to keep in mind, especially if you have a guy like we did who continuously let our players get knee injuries. And uh, I, think if, uh, I think everyone can agree that if we can keep our players on the court, that's definitely going to be a big thing, especially guys like Towns. We don't need him dislocating his patella. So, again, we'll jump through the rest of the offseason. We'll come back at you with the start of the season, and we will go from there. Again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Quarter three on the Howl. This is our 2K all-day segment. Next season, Wolves are hoping that they can find a way to take that next step. They have obviously struggled a bit so far in this simulation. As far as the roster is concerned, honestly, we didn't make much of a change. We were able to re-sign DeMontis Sabonis. As far as any other additions that we made... Really, the only thing we did was we ended up uh, trading our draft pick for a player named Matt Graves, a 72-year-old, sorry, 72 overall, 22-year-old uh, shooting guard. So, And he's got some uh, decent attributes. So, again, we're going to simulate to the trade deadline, take a look there, and this will be the last season that we're doing in this uh, current simulation. So hopefully we're able to make a run at a championship, something we have really struggled with so far in this uh, this version of 2K. Again, you get a lot of trade offers. We have a, a number of players that people are really intrigued with. Uh, so far early in the season, the Wolves have struggled 4-9 and nine to start off. So not what you're really looking to see out of a team that I thought really, really had something, uh, was really building something nice going into the season. We've really struggled with those. So 10-11, and 11, we're sitting right around that 500 spot. We are also 8th in the West currently, so we would make the playoffs. But let's not pretend that anyone is impressed with what we're building here. I was I was starting to think we were trending in the right direction, but this so far has not worked out. We have dropped a bunch of games in a row. Let's take a look and see what's going on as far as injuries are concerned. You have to start to wonder when that's happening. Uh, yep, and that is exactly the problem we ran into. Lonzo Ball, torn right bicep, basically out for the season. So what's really defined 
this group of simulations has definitely been injuries. We have been completely plagued with injuries. Now, again, we got one of the best trainers in the game now, and even that's not saving us from just having terrible injury luck in this simulation. Now, we are going on a bit of a win streak right now. You're getting some good production out of guys like Raw Alkins, obviously Carl Towns. So, And the nice thing is, too, because we had made some previous trades, we do have some decent point guards to take the place of Lonzo Ball when he's hurt. So we do still have Isif. We also have Aaron Holiday, who we traded for. So we've got some nice players that can at least fill in. And the only thing you can hope for is that maybe by the playoffs, Lonzo Ball is healthy because he was out two to four months. So it is possible maybe he comes back uh, prior to that. Now, we're just going to skip through the trade deadline. Wolves are sitting at 27 and 30. Not a great record, but that does have him as sixth in the East, or sorry, in the West. So at least that's kind of something to build on. And if we can get Lonzo Ball back, that would make a huge difference uh, as far as what we're able to do. Lonzo Ball is still out another four to six weeks. So month, month and a half is what we're looking at in terms of a timetable there. You're also missing uh, Billy Preston, who is. Look uh, pretty much out for the season with a broken left leg. And you have our backup point guard, Aaron Holiday. Severe left ankle sprain out two to four weeks. So right now we're actually playing almost without it. We have very little depth as far as the point guard position is concerned. Again, before we move on, totally, it's always good to check out the contract extensions. A few guys that we're looking at would be uh, Isaf Sanen. If we can re-sign him, he has been a productive player, especially because now he's our only point. Well, actually, that's not true. I forgot. We do have Trayvon Duvall, too. So we really lucked out in getting some really good quality young point guards in this simulation. And so we're going to make sure we re-sign all of them long term. And then moving on to the second half of the season, we were able to sign everyone. There are only four guys that were actually eligible for contract extensions. We got them locked up. And now, moving on to the second half of the season, we kind of hope we can make a run. But to start it off, at least, we are struggling. A lot of losses here. We're sitting in that 7-8 spot, but we're right on the border being out of the playoffs. And I honestly, it's looking like there's a good chance we're going to miss the playoffs. We're just too injured. Taking a look, we unfortunately, let's see. Yep, we end up missing the playoffs in this season. We just were not able to overcome the massive amount of injuries that we had, especially to top-tier players. Looking at as the season ends, we finally had everyone healthy at that point. It was just too late. There's just nothing we could do. So this was definitely a, a bit of a lost season. We'll probably come back to this simulation because I like what we're building. I know it hasn't necessarily been what you're looking for in terms of productivity, but you definitely have a lot of nice pieces that moving forward you can grow with. And I'm interested to see... Maybe we turn this into an 80-year challenge type team, see how many championships we can win. I'm hoping with the actual squad, the way it is assembled currently without making a lot of changes, they can kind of take that next step. We've got a lot of good young pieces, and hopefully some of them are able to turn it around. So again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. This is the Howell Quarter 3. 